Alright, welcome to my show, I said Welcome to my show, yeah, welcome to my show Yeah Welcome back, everyone, to the Serena Medicina show. And this is your girl, Serena Medicina, ready to give the download. All right, let's just get straight into it. Today, we're talking about sovereign choice. And, ah, of course, yes, I choose to make this podcast. You choose to listen to it. That's your sovereign right. End of show. No, I'm kidding. It goes a lot deeper than that. I would like to actually unpack how our sovereign choice may be influenced. Now, I briefly touched on this in the first episode when I mentioned about marketing and how marketing can influence your perceptions and your thoughts of yourself, which make you do things maybe slightly differently. And in this weird reality that we're in, beautiful as it is, There is so much more going on that we don't see. If you really struggle to kind of, you know, if there's a part of the skeptic that's coming up and you just look at gamma rays, radio waves, dark matter, all the things that are there but we can't see, the fact that dogs can hear things that we can't, it's like, man, it's there. You can't see the air unless it's polluted, but you can't see the air, but it's still there and you're still breathing. So our thoughts, as I mentioned briefly in the previous episode, our thoughts have a particular vibrational frequency and our thoughts are the electric part of ourselves. Our hearts are the magnets and we magnetize what we feel and what we receive is the thought and that thought is our perception of things. Now, it is also in the spiritual communities very well known that we have a collective unconsciousness and we all have our subconscious, but also at the same time, we are a being made up of many, 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 many cells that all combine together to make you. And the same thing is goes for planet Earth and our collective consciousness. We are many, many beings that make up one human race. And that one human race has a certain way of being. <sighs> Some of us genuinely just came down to this planet to enjoy a good meal. And some of us actually came to reign terror and horror in the lives of others, just for the fucking fun of it. Um, So we're going to go into (laughs) both sides. Uh, And we'll start with the horror and terror, uh, because I like to start in the dark, baby. Um, I don't know why I'm talking weird like that. Anyway, as human beings, we all have the ability to tap into this collective consciousness of thought production and this vibration that generates thoughts and it's not like actual words are floating around it's it's really just like vibrations and frequencies floating around and we translate that when we receive the information and we translate it through our own perceptual filter and our perceptual filter was designed in childhood or as well as being passed down from our parents and their parents and their parents. 
So thoughts and words are key codes handed down through the matrix. They are the the codes of the matrix, so to speak. So hack your mind, hack the matrix, understand your language, understand the words that you're speaking and the power that you have. And suddenly you've taken that pill and now you're outside of the matrix. In short, the matrix is perception and coding, meaning what your parents experienced, thought and felt in their reality. So you will have these codes and yes, you can definitely be your own Neo and tap in and break through the matrix perceptions. I'd like to go into an example of how we may pick up thought vibrations in the atmosphere or on our planet. So say, for example, there's a couple fighting on the corner of a street. Then the couple leaves. Now you come walking down the street and you walk into the energy bubble that they had created in that specific spot that may be a bit of a distorted energy, but it's still stuck there and you walk straight into it. You pick up the vibrations and frequencies that they had left behind. And if you have, say, any anger and the couple is experiencing anger towards each other, you will feel the vibration of the anger and you will think thoughts that make you angry. And it's not necessarily like you'll start fighting with the couple. You'll start maybe feeling anger towards the most close contact situation that you've been in. So say you've had an argument with family members, with your boss, with your friend, or you may be just even feeling angry at yourself for crossing your own boundaries, you know, that can trigger just by, that can trigger all of that just by walking through that emotional vibration. And if those emotions are also tied to beliefs of I'm a victim or I'm unworthy or I can't make shit happen in my life, those will all start to circulate in your thought realm. And this is why it's important for us to really know ourselves because when we are walking down in these cities, the energy is so dense. It's just so packed and full of shit from people, not just from people, but just stuff circulating in the atmosphere. And because our cities are concrete jungles, the energy is not actually absorbed and recycled by nature herself, as that's what she does. She just recycles all of our stuff. All we have to do is just breathe out and she breathes us back in and gives us fresh energy. So when you really know yourself, you're able to discern that this is mine, this isn't mine. You know, I mean, it is all ours in the big, large sense, but in your individual perspective and perception, you can recognize it as something that's just entered into your field and you may have identified yourself with it. That's, so that's why we need to take a step back when we're feeling emotions, give the emotion as much space as it needs and watch the thoughts that come up and just know that like if they're not of love, they ain't you, babe. That ain't you, babe. You're, you're love. You're love. So if you are feeling things and thinking things and they don't like, especially if the things you're thinking aren't making you feel good, it's like just really pay attention there. So 
that's one way of how we really walk around and pick up all of these vibrations around us. You know, it's like I don't blame those yogis for going out into nature for so many days and disappearing. It's like, yeah, they just needed to fucking get away from people to actually have a bit of clear thought. So now I'd like to talk about telepathy. Telepathy is basically being able to, in essence, read minds. But we are all telepathic as human beings, as thought is a sense. I will be going later on in talking about the senses and how many we actually have, but thoughts are actually a sense. And we can always, we always can pick up the thoughts of others, the feelings of others. And it doesn't mean that we're word for word picking up the thoughts, but we are getting a message that is clear, but we just have blocked it out and ignored it, or maybe it's too painful for us to feel, or maybe even just, you know, maybe you had witch-burning parents who didn't believe any kind of juju like that, and that's totally okay, and just welcome welcome home to yourself. (laughs) Um, So yes, and being able to connect with each other is an absolute beautiful thing. And being able to read each other's minds is really beautiful. It's not a, it's not a bad thing, but for us human beings, we love to keep secrets from each other and not tell each other things, which also, uh, creates a bit of turmoil because, you know, it's like, that's what creates all of these barriers to our perception. It's like we, it's too painful for us to actually go as far as like feeling maybe what someone might think of you or even what you might think of someone else. It's like, damn, am I really that bad that I think that, I mean, there's no good or bad. I'm just, you know, playing around here. So in our reality as human beings on this earth, yes, we do have an elite and elite as in the 1% or the people that are in control of corporations and and systems on our planet And they have this knowledge. They are fully aware of themselves and us. And they're aware of the thought processes that go on in this planet. And they're aware of what kind of feelings they have. And there's, I mean, I'm going to go really deep with this stuff. But today I'm just going to talk in relevance to telepathy and sovereign choice. When we have this esoteric knowledge, we can actually apply it in our own way. And our, these beautiful elites, these funny, funny people, they know exactly what's going on and um, they understand that they can influence our emotional vibration and our thoughts and they cannot actually create themselves. Uh, that we as human beings are the creators. So they would have to manipulate us to be able to control us, i.e. marketing. And when your thoughts are influenced, that's the reality you're creating with. So this would kind of relate to, I guess, in metaphorical terms, we could go back to the matrix, um, Mr. Smith. So Mr. Smith in our world is a consciousness It's a consciousness that kind of takes over and we all have it because it's all in the collective unconscious. But if we are able to actually be aware of what our thoughts are, 
that are being generated from within, i.e. like intuition and inspiration, hence the inner, or having these like psychic energies coming at us from the outside of our physical beings and penetrating us and then using us to create. Because every intention and every thought comes in through the crown. So we have our purest, highest intention that comes in through the crown, but then it is infiltrated just around the space where it gets to the pineal gland. This is why they target the pineal gland, you know, and um, sodium fluoride in our water actually really zombifies us and closes off the pineal gland so that they can access it and they can influence our thoughts. So if the highest thought of creation comes in and that intention comes into our crown, just before or just as it gets to our third eye, that's where we're infiltrated with the consciousness that is very low vibrational. So everything that would be below the enlightenment section on the scale of consciousness that by David Hawking's. So all of those low vibrational emotions, they're actually your body telling you that what you're believing and what you're hearing in your mind is not your truth, i.e. you are being intercepted and controlled. Your thoughts, most of them are not your own. And that's how we then hear these thoughts and we identify with them. Why? Because that's how our parents maybe made us feel and their parents and their parents and their parents because of just real bad management government systems and because our parents felt those things and were open and influenced by those same systems they pass that down to us so if our parents made us feel unworthy they can easily infiltrate us with your unworthy meaning you cannot create what you want to create you have to create something different so you have a sovereign choice every moment of your life to choose what you want to believe and how you want to respond to the information that you're receiving. Just like if I'm talking to you about this right now, you have the ability to choose how you want to respond to this. You can take it or you don't have to. And that's perfectly fine. And anything that you choose is your valid right. And this is the thing that we need to understand is that there are ways that, yes, we can be influenced. And I'm not talking about they specifically do it like there's some man behind a desk and goes, insert thought. It's like, no, nah, it's, it's a little bit more intricate than that. It's like if I... Uh, if it's like if I set a bird free and the bird comes back, you know, it's like that's that's kind of how it works. Like I can't tell where that bird is going to go. I can't tell where what that bird is going to do, what it's going to eat, you know, who it's going to meet. It's like it will just come back and I will receive the energy of the bird coming back, right? Same thing with them. It's like they can send out these vibrations and that's all it is. It's vibrations. That's why it's so hard for us to see it. Like watching the news, when you watch the news, how do you feel when you watch the news? If, like if I, I can't even listen to it in the background if someone's watching it because I just feel all this fear energy flying at me. And luckily I am discerning of like, wow, that's, that's what I'm feeling from this space outside of me. 
right? It's like, and then I can actually look at it and be like, well, thank you very much, but I choose not to interact and identify with that. I'm going to go here and move away. Now, sense of thought develops into our sense of boundaries and our boundaries are our sense of self. Now, yes, we are all one as a big collective, but we are also these individual beings and we need to be able to know who we actually are. What do we like? What do we not like? Yeah, and, that, and that having those boundaries and those protections we and having a knowledge of ourselves and knowing what does my thought sound like? What does my thought sound like when it's coming from me? It's like I know what my voice sounds like. And if I had to think of my parents' voice, my parents' voice sounds different in my head. And you can go through every person. And the more you do this, the more you start to realize that a lot of your thoughts aren't your own because they don't even sound like you in your mind. But you just, you really have to be aware and mindful and listening and in that really receptive state. And in our other realms on this planet, I'm talking about right now the astral realms, there is a military. We have a physical military as well as an astral military. And this astral military has the technology to influence your emotions and that's your vibration and therefore you will attract more thoughts and energies and belief systems and and experiences that are in alignment with those emotional vibrations. And this is why you have to also change your relationship to your emotions, use your sovereign choice to accept your emotions, to love your emotions and understand what they're trying to tell you. That's your inner child trying to give you a signal to listen that something is not right for you here. And you know, this will take practice. This will take practice because we, can, we do fall in and out of consciousness and we slip in and out of consciousness and we are sometimes aware and other times we're, I want to say in our mind, but like it's if you, our mind isn't limited just to our heads, it's our entire body, but it's also outside of ourselves. And when you are unconscious, you're not in your body, you're not in your embodiment. And what do I mean by that? It's our conscious mind is from our neck up and our unconscious mind is from our neck down. And the unconscious or subconscious is our body, it's our embodiment. And the body keeps the score, just like that book. So when we are thinking thoughts that maybe aren't really good for us or we're thinking up past experiences or we're worrying about a future experience that we maybe don't want to manifest or something, we are taking ourselves outside of our being and thinking wherever that scenario is and we're going there with our consciousness, so to speak. And the especially if it's something that's really negative for us, we can actually feel our body reacting to what we're thinking, especially the fact that we're outside of our body. And this brings on to the next part of the, of the talk is about our breath. Now, it is my belief and perception that our breath is the Holy Spirit. It is great spirit, the spirit that 
moves everything. It moves you, it moves trees, it, it, it creates tornadoes, it moves oceans. And I mean, and like the water just evaporates into air. So actually, technically, it's all water. So we're all actually always drowning. Welcome to planet Earth, where you'll drown. Or you could float like a mystic, because it is well known that a mystic floats in the same waters that a madman drowns. So the mystic knows thyself. Now, our spirit, our breath, our prana, our life force, it goes with us when we die. It's the only thing you take with you is your breath. And if you'll notice that when you're outside of your body and you're thinking thoughts that maybe are not in alignment with where you actually want to be, you know, you're not present, you're not aligned with your now moment, you'll notice that your breathing patterns change. So how you breathe is actually the same, the same breathing patterns or the same mental patterns in your body and the same emotional patterns. It's like, can you actually take in life by breathing in everything that is happening in this now moment? Or are you actually restricting yourself in certain ways? And that means you're also restricting the oxygen, the life through your entire body. So take a moment and take a deep breath and just remember your power in this now moment and keep bringing it back to the now because that's all you have it's just the now there's no other moments there's moments that we can create and we can feel within the con the within the quantum realm and we can find it and see it and experience it. And, you know, and if you had to think of like the quantum realm to access the quantum realm, you have to go within. So you are creating it from within, but it's not just visualizing and looking at it. It's like, okay, say I want to create something. Then you ask yourself, what are the action steps I need to take to make this happen? And sometimes it can be completely odd. It can be things that doesn't make sense. You know, like I want to live on land. Well, then I get sometimes a message from my consciousness, do yoga. I was like, how's yoga going to help me live on land? But that doesn't matter. I mean, I understand vaguely how that works, but it really doesn't matter. Just keep following the path and keep following your inner guidance and your inner self and you will see your reality unfold in front of you because the whole thing of all this elite and this shit that's going on in this planet is just there to distract you because you are a fucking powerful creator, the most powerful creator. And you have that ability and they don't want you to have it. So stop getting distracted by their shit. You know, watch what you're feeding your mind with. What are you watching? What are you listening to? What are you eating? How are you breathing? You know, all of that. What are you reading? All of that. It's just all of that goes into your system and your body assimilates it and adapts. But now, and it adapts and evolves. And if you are not feeding yourself with the right kind of information or the very information that is healthy for you, it's like, what is going into your system and what is that creating? Or, you know, and even if it's old shit that you're recycling by constantly recycling the past, and that's not to say like, don't look at what's happened or don't acknowledge what's happened or don't acknowledge your emotions. It's more like, don't keep looping 
the looping needs to stop within your consciousness, the looping of I'm unworthy. And it can be really difficult, but it's like, this is the time now where you, it's the time now to do it. You know, it's time to really look at ourselves, how we think about ourselves, how we talk about ourselves, how we feel about ourselves and just fucking let it go. And yes, that will require days of lying on your bed in under a blanket eating ice cream sobbing and that's fucking beautiful and welcome that all in because that needs to happen in order for you to free up some space in your being so that you can actually know what you're doing and just when you feel these things you can let go of all these perceptions because they're just they're wearing they're weighing you down and they're creating and manipulating They're manipulating you through trying to get you to create what isn't right for you, you know, and this, and this, we can see this now happening in our reality with everything going on and everything in the news. There's like these little hints and drops and even in movies about what could happen, you know, like zombie apocalypse could happen. World war could happen. But actually, you know, we can just be like, nah, man fuck you. (laughs) I don't want to create that. And you just say no to the thought. Then you offer it an equal and opposite vibration. You counteract that vibration with what you want to create. And then you ask yourself, what do I need to do to make this happen? Then you, my friend, are a conscious creator and you walk this planet and as an all-powerful creator, the infinite consciousness that you are, that you came here to be, the experience that you came here to be, you are it. You are it and you fucking got it. And that's why they want it because it's so good. It's so delicious. It's so, ah, yum. You know, and this is why we came here and it's like, Yeah, and we've fucking come to make sure that other people, especially future generations, can actually get a piece of that. And yeah, it's going to be a hell of a journey, but you know what? We've got it. We've got it, humans. We've got it. It's, it's It's being filtered out. We're doing it and we just got to hold on tight for the ride because we're fucking crazy, man. But we got it. We're fucking powerful. We're all powerful and I have an intense amount of faith in humanity uh, and that's probably not going to change as I know that I have died many times in my lifetimes standing up for what I believed in. I know that I've been burned being like, fuck you for burning me, I'm still not going to bow down to your dumbass god right? Or even anything else, like simply just being a woman. And it's like, it's just, yeah, there's so much stuff where I know that I have fought and died for what I believed in and my own sovereign choice. And even in this lifetime, I'd rather die than give up my sovereign choice. And that's the kind of attitude we need to have because we know that death isn't real. We know that death is an illusion. Death only happens to the ego. The thing that animates you and makes you so is your breath and you take that with you. So you go everywhere, babe. You ain't just here. And you have that ability to tap into that consciousness of freedom of life and not being, not having this death anxiety you know, and it's just the ego that's afraid of it and you can more than easily let go 
And yes, sometimes it's going to be fucking tough and it's going to be chaotic, but you know what? You can, you can still do it because you've done it many times, many times. And that's why you're here because it's dying is fun. Um, in the sense of letting go is fun and then reaching the eternal bliss on the other end is, oh God, it's like, it's like ecstasy. So, um, yes, you, as I say, I'll say it again, you are a powerful being and you remember who you are. And I think that's where we'll leave it today. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been an absolute blast to dissect this subject and absolutely rip it a new hole so we can just think better thoughts, make better choices, and work towards the collective that we know we all deserve. Thank you and goodbye.